Thursday, February 13th. And the quote of the day is from Georgette Moshbacher. She's a businesswoman, an author. She was born in 1947. And she says, Just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you are a mistake. Okay? So let's go out there and have a great Tuesday, everybody. Today's horoscopes for Tuesday, February 13th by Linda C. Black Astrology. Aries, pass along what you're learning. Friends are a big help over the next few days. Share resources and information. Together you can move mountains. Taurus, review instructions and discuss the plan. Career responsibilities have your focus and there's an inspection or presentation ahead. Prepare to deliver. Gemini, the next two days are good for travel. Avoid extravagant promises. Have fun without overspending. Adapt to the news. A little insight changes your thinking. Cancer, pay bills and manage money over the next few days. Financial changes necessitate budget revisions. Stick to basic objectives and rearrange what you've got. Leo, conversations with your partner get results today and tomorrow. Don't waste time on gossip or idle chatter. Avoid misunderstandings and it could get romantic. Virgo, the next two days could get especially busy. Don't try a new trick now. Stick to practice routines and techniques. Physical action is required. Libra. Prioritize love and romance through tomorrow. Don't get casual about keeping your promises. Honest interactions inspire optimism and trust. Grow closer to someone special. Scorpio. Consider long-term domestic plans for a few days. What changes would you like to make at home? Discuss possibilities and then commit to a vision. Sagittarius, craft your message and edit each word carefully. Communications get farther over the next few days. Prepare and issue statements and information and share your view. Capricorn, dedicate efforts to increase cash flow over the next two days. Make an amazing discovery. New information threatens an assumption. Keep an open mind. Aquarius, you're especially charming and brilliant today and tomorrow. Ruminate on a personal vision. You're closer to achieving it than you thought. Take small steps. And finally, Pisces, relax and meditate to decompress from pressure over deadlines. Get imaginative and speculate on what could be possible. An epiphany could reveal a hidden truth. And those are your horoscopes for today, February 13th, Tuesday. If today's your birthday, February 13th, you work very hard for the things that are important to you. You instinctively appreciate what you have and consider that it might not be there tomorrow. While this could translate to nervousness or perhaps pessimism, especially when it comes to money, many of you are simply determined, proactive, hardworking, 
and realistic. You are highly intelligent and intuitive. Others can rely on you. Famous people born today include Peter Gabriel, Kim Novak, Stockard Channing, Jerry Springer, and Mena Savari. You can read more on this and other birthdays at CafeAstrology.com. And happy birthday, Aquarians! Today in Rock, February 13th, 1914, ASCAP, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, is founded in New York City. The organization collects licensing fees from users of music created by ASCAP members, then distributes them back to its members as royalties. 1955, the country and western duo of Buddy Holly and Bob Montgomery opened for Elvis Presley at a show in Lubbock, Texas. 1957, Cuban officials announced a ban on all rock and roll programs on television, calling the music offensive to public morals and good customs. They would soften their stance a couple of days later, but strict guidelines were put in place. 1959, the Skyliners appear on American Bandstand performing their new release, Since I Don't Have You. The song would climb to number 12 on the Billboard Pop Chart and number 5 on the R&B Chart. 1961, Frank Sinatra launched his own record label, Reprise Records. Although he vowed he would never sign any rock artists, the label later became the home of Neil Young, Jimi Hendrix, Joni Mitchell, Randy Newman, and the Beach Boys. That same year, Lawrence Welk's instrumental Calcutta went to the top of the Billboard chart for the first of a two-week stay, and Welk, who was then 57, became the oldest artist to have a number one pop single in the United States. 1965, Gary Lewis records Count Me In, which will reach to number two on the Billboard chart by next May. That same year, Junior Walker and the All-Stars enter the U.S. charts for the first time with Shotgun, which will make it to number one on the R&B chart and number four on the pop chart. 1969, The Doors Touch Me and Sly and the Family Stone's Everyday People are awarded gold records. In 1971, six weeks after its chart debut, One Bad Apple by the Osmonds reaches number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was the first of 10 top 40 hits for the group. In 1972, Led Zeppelin is forced to cancel a concert in Singapore when officials won't let them off the plane because of their long hair. In 1973, during a concert in Las Vegas, Elvis Presley is suddenly taken ill. He is quickly attended to by Dr. Sidney Bowers, who was later presented with a white Lincoln Continental in appreciation for his services. 1978, Al Green is honored when Al Green Day is declared in Los Angeles. 1981, Steve Winwood's Ark of a Diver becomes the first album to be released in Britain in the new One Plus One format, which contains the artist's music on one side while the other is left blank for the consumer to record on. In 1982, a 300-pound stone that marks the grave of Leonard Skinner's singer Ronnie Van Zant was stolen from an Orange Park, Florida cemetery. Police found it two weeks later in a dry riverbed. 1983, Marvin Gaye performs a unique version of the American National Anthem at the NBA All-Star Game in Los Angeles. 1989, Michael Jackson fired his manager, Frank DeLeo. No official reason was ever given, but it is alleged that Michael was unhappy with DeLeo's growing media profile. 
1997, Michael Jackson and wife Deborah Rowe become parents for the first time when their son, Prince Michael Jackson, is born. In 1999, Blondie tops the UK chart with Maria, giving them a British number one single in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. 2002, Waylon Jennings, 64 years old, dies of complications from diabetes. At 21, he was a member of Buddy Holly's band, who gave up his plane seat to the Big Bopper just before the doomed flight took off on February 3rd, 1959. 2005, at the 47th Grammy Awards, Ray Charles' duets album, Genius Loves Company, won eight trophies, including Album of the Year and Record of the Year. Other winners included Brian Wilson for his instrumental on Mrs. O'Leary's Cow, Led Zeppelin received a Lifetime Achievement Award, and Rod Stewart received Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album and Bruce Springsteen Best Solo Rock Vocal Performance for Code of Silence from his album, The Essential Bruce Springsteen. 2011, with appearances by Mick Jagger, Barbara Streisand, Justin Bieber, and Katy Perry, the CBS broadcast of the Grammy Awards played to their largest audience in 10 years of 26.55 million. 2015, Bob Dylan's 36th studio album, Shadows in the Night, debuted at number one on Billboard's Top Rock Albums and number seven on the Billboard 200 with 50,000 units sold. And 2016, Lionel Richie was honored as the Music Cares Person of the Year at a gala bash held in Los Angeles. And this was your day in rock. So a little girl's home with her dad and says, Daddy, I can make some tea for you while mom's out shopping. And dad says, sure, make me some tea. So a little girl goes and she serves her dad some tea so the mother comes home and the dad says hey watch this and the little girl comes over and she serves her mother some tea so the mother goes and looks at the father turns and says did it ever occur to you that the only place she can reach to get water is a toilet so today is fat tuesday which is also known as mardi gras And Mardi Gras is the culmination of carnival celebrations before Ash Wednesday and the start of Lent. The term Mardi Gras only refers to the final day known as Fat Tuesday, which is today. The first Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans was held in 1838. So traditionally, different parades are held in neighborhoods throughout the city. They are organized by groups called crews, which are usually named for figures of Greek or Roman mythology. Each crew chooses a new parade theme every year. The mystic crew of Comus is credited with making New Orleans the most popular Mardi Gras destination in the United States when they introduced floats to the parade in 1857. Comus is the Greek god of revelry. It's estimated that nearly 1.4 million people visit New Orleans during carnival season. Carnival season in New Orleans officially kicks off every year on Twelfth Night, which marks the Epiphany, when a group called the Funny Forty Fellows rides down St. Charles in a streetcar, throwing out the first beats. There are over 70 parades held throughout the New Orleans metropolitan area during carnival season. Crew of Rex, founded in 1872, is responsible for originating several Mardi Gras traditions, including the official colors and giving out Spanish gold coins. Purple, gold, and green are the official Mardi Gras colors. They were selected by Rex crew to honor visiting Russian Grand Duke Alexis Romanov because they were his family colors. The crew of Rex also selected the theme song, If Ever I Cease to Love, which has been since adopted as the anthem for Mardi Gras.
It is believed that the bead-throwing tradition started in the 1880s when a man dressed as Santa became popular with the crowd for tossing them. Other crews took notice and adopted it. The beads used to be made of glass, but now primarily are made of plastic. The city estimates around 25 million pounds of beads get thrown into the streets each year. Parade attendees request the trinkets by yelling the phrase, Throw me something, mister. And although the beads are the most common, many of the crews offer up various trinkets to the crowd as they make their way down the street. One of the most coveted trinkets to catch is the golden coconut thrown during the Zulu parade. I myself would be terrified that I'd be hit. The Zulu Social Aid and Pleasure Club crew of Zulu is the oldest African-American crew. They have been parading since 1909. And it is required by law for people on floats to be wearing masks. The masks are traditionally worn to allow people to escape society and class constraints. The parade thrown by the crew of Bacchus is one of the main attractions every year because of their over-the-top floats and because they tap celebrities every year to dress up as Bacchus, the Greek god of wine. King Bacchus 2018 is J.K. Simmons. Previous kings include William Shatner, Anthony Mackey, and Nicolas Cage. Some crews have been known to spend over 200000 on their floats. A company called Kern Studios has been offering up their float building services to Mardi Gras operators since 1932. The street parades may draw the biggest crowds, but each crew also organizes a Mardi Gras ball, many of which are considered the social events of the season. They are planned by each crew's king and queen, who are not revealed until the night of the ball. The doughy pastry known as king cake is a traditional Mardi Gras treat. The person who finds the hidden plastic baby in their slice is supposed to have good luck all year and is responsible for bringing the king cake to the next party. An estimated 500,000 king cakes are sold each year during carnival season. Mardi Gras festivities in New Orleans have been canceled 12 times, mostly because of wars. The last time it was canceled was in 1945 because of World War II. In 2013, the Super Bowl in New Orleans forced the city to change the parade schedule so nothing would take place on game day. And that's some Mardi Gras trivia for you on this Fat Tuesday. Enjoy! So before I sign off today, I just want to remind everybody that not only is it Fat Tuesday, it's Mardi Gras, it's National Tortellini Day, it's Safer Internet in the United States Day, it is Galentine's Day, which is a holiday that came to us from Parks and Rec's Leslie Nope, huge fan of Parks and Rec's uh, show, and I just love them to pieces. And anyway, Galentine's Day is February 13th. It is upon us. So to all you gals out there, happy Galentine's Day. Make it great. Celebrate your gal friends. And I'll see you guys tomorrow on Wednesday. Have a good one.